true state of all things. I keep on not dying. The sun keeps on rising. I remember my life as if it's just some dreams that I don't trust. Burning off, layered thick, a cargo that I haul. Wounds and loves unresolved. Phil Elvram, Microphones in 2020. In the summer of 2016, I was working on a farm in rural Kentucky, outside of my hometown of Louisville, binging on every podcast I could find related to farming and permaculture and homesteading and self-reliance. I was an idealistic child at 28 years old, (laughs) thumb growing greener each day as I dug deeper into the dirt. The more I listened and the more I learned, the more I began to feel like maybe I too had something to share with the world at large, something to add to this conversation. I started a blog and after a few months of writing, I jumped into podcasting. From early 2017 until the end of 2019, I dedicated myself to building the Good Life Revival podcast to share what I was learning as I ventured further down the path towards self-reliance. Somewhere along the line, I suppose it was last summer, I began to feel like maybe I've said my piece. Maybe I've shared everything I needed to get off my chest with this project. And maybe it's time to move on. To what? I don't know. (laughs) But it seemed like this thing was finished. Looking back, I can see now that one big unspoken reason why I created the podcast was to try to convince someone who I was very close to at the time that life is, in fact, worth living. That suicide is no escape from the dance of eternity. That maybe we can't change the world, but we can change our world in some way. (laughs) Uh, And intentionally redesign our lifestyles to imbue them with meaning and something worth believing in. That lack of something worth believing in is, I believe, the, the root cause of so many social problems we witness today. I'm not sure I ever really found the words to describe that thing worth believing in. And maybe it's different for everyone, but I believe I found it for myself, or at least I have glimpsed it in rare moments of clarity. And what I learned from that person who inspired me to create the podcast is that I can't show you what's worth believing in, and I can't describe it to you either. The closest approximation I've ever found lies in Taoism, specifically the concept of the Tao, that thing which is by definition beyond comprehension. I suppose you could say that what I believe in is my inability to perceive the true nature of things. What I believe in is the endless dance of the cosmos, manifested in the endless dance of the trees on the mountain that surround me, endlessly buzzing with that unknowable life force that flows through us all. If I was put here to do anything, It's nothing more or less than to observe this dance for this brief moment in time called the present. 
quote, the true state of all things is a waterfall with no bottom crashing end and no ledge to plummet off, full of debris and flowers, never not falling. And in it, we swim and fall, sometimes beside, often apart. It's just chaos heaving. End quote. That's Phil Elfram again. When I started the podcast, I truly believed I could build something that would lift me up out of poverty and manual labor, that would enable me to be recognized for my superb reasoning and exceptional nuanced insight. <laughs> of course, that never happened, but I had to believe in a destination in order to justify how much time and energy I poured into this thing. Now it's August 2020, almost a year since I sat down to write and record an episode of the podcast. I quit making the show with little notice or fanfare, aside from alerting my subscribers uh, on my now-defunct Patreon page that I would no longer be continuing. I still live off-grid in the mountains of Northern California with my dog, the wise master Joshu. I work in landscape construction for a company that builds orchards and backyard vegetable gardens. And I come home in the evenings to tend my own hillside garden, as well as the tan oaks and redwoods that surround me and dominate this landscape. I don't believe I have a destination anymore. When I started this project, I was full of idealism, but light on practical experience. Somewhere along the line, and I suppose this was inevitable, my experiences tempered my passions, and the words to describe these lofty ideals stopped flowing. Still, I continued to observe the dance of the cosmos, and to worship the unknowable wellspring of life by offering gifts of flowers and fruit from the plants I cultivate. I know now that I am here not to serve man, but to serve land. I am as inextricably bound up in this place as every other creature who crawls through these trees in search of sustenance. And I dance in the clearing at the top of the hill, feebly attempting to demonstrate to the indifferent forest that I see you, I know you, and I am of you. It's embarrassing, and I become self-consciously embarrassed of my own embarrassment, permanently cursed, by the self-referential feedback loop of my mind that seeks continuity and purpose amid the infinite flow of chaos. Is this what I thought I would discover when I ventured out in search of the good life? Yes and no. Quote, I hope the absurdity that permeates everything joyfully rushes out and floods the room like water from the ceiling undermining all of our delicate stabilities, admitting that each moment is a new collapsing building. Nothing is true but this trembling, laughing in the wind. Anyway, every song I've ever sung is about the same thing, standing on the ground, looking around, basically. If there have to be words, they could just be now only, and there's no end, end quote. Once again, that's Phil Elvram from Microphones in 2020. 
At the end of Candide by Voltaire, the protagonist tells us, il faut cultiver son jardin, roughly translated to, we must cultivate our own garden. If I must leave you with parting words for the sake of closure, they could just be, cultivate your garden. Goodbye, friends.